0: Welcome back to another edition of Spooky Historical with another episode about Edgar Allan Poe. Today, we're going to explore the unexplained circumstances surrounding the author's death, as well as a mysterious figure known as the Poe Toaster, who visited Poe's grave every year on his birthday for decades. Okay, let's set the scene. Baltimore, October 3rd, 1849. It was a dreary day in Charm City when a typesetter from the Baltimore Sun discovered an incoherent, delirious man close to death in the gutter outside of a public house called Gunner's Hall. The typesetter recognized the man at once, for it was Edgar Allan Poe, the famed poet and author. Poe was a known alcoholic, a habit that had taken hold of him ever since the death of his young wife just two years earlier. But here's where things get strange. Poe was not wearing his own clothes. The typesetter managed to get Poe lucid enough to give him the name of a local friend, Dr. Joseph Snodgrass. Poe lived in New York at the time and had been visiting Richmond to propose to Sarah Elmira Royster, his childhood sweetheart. He was due in Philadelphia on assignment to edit a new collection of stories, but he never made it there. Snodgrass was both a doctor and a newspaper man. He was disgusted by Poe's drinking, and when he saw his disheveled friend, he proclaimed him in a state of beastly intoxication. Poe was in and out of consciousness during the next four days at Washington College Hospital, where he was allowed no visitors. He repeatedly shouted, Reynolds! But no one knows to whom he was referring. Poe ultimately succumbed to his demons on October 7th, 1849, at just 40 years old. To this day, no one knows exactly what happened to Poe. In the years immediately after his death, many went with the notion that he drank himself to death thanks to his alcohol abuse and a previous overdose of laudanum. The hit piece obituary written for him by his enemy, Rufus Wilmot Griswold, also helped popularize this theory. If he had been drunk in the street, it was possible that he was also mugged and beaten. The mysterious nature of the clothing he was wearing and where he was found, however, gave rise to the wildest theory of all, cooping. Cooping was a word for super intense voter fraud. Roving gangs would kidnap and drug a man, change his clothes, and then force him to vote for a preferred candidate. Oftentimes, they would take the man around and have him vote repeatedly at different polling locations. October 3rd, 1849, the depot was found, was election day and Gunners Hall was being used as a polling place. As if that wasn't strange enough, modern doctors have also posited that Poe could have had rabies or a brain tumor. The brain tumor theory came about because while Poe was originally buried in an unmarked pauper's grave, by 1875, Poe's literary fame had grown widespread and his coffin was dug up to be reburied to a site with his own memorial. The coffin broke open and one of the workers moving it said that something was rolling around in Poe's skull. While the brain decomposes pretty rapidly after burial, a brain tumor can actually calcify. We'll never know exactly how Poe died, but at least one person paid tribute to Poe in a way most fitting to the macabre author. From 1849 until 2009, a mysterious man dressed in black Donning a white scarf and wide brimmed hat would visit the gravesite of Edgar Allan Poe before dawn every year on January 19th, Poe's birthday. The visitor would pour himself a glass of cognac, say a few words to toast Poe, and leave the rest of the cognac at the grave along with three red roses. The man became known as the Poe toaster. And while he was seen by small groups of people who would await his arrival, his identity was never discovered. In 1999, a note was left that said the torch had been passed. It was believed that the man's son became the Poe toaster until the toaster stopped appearing in 2009, the bicentennial of Edgar Allan Poe's birth. In 2015, the Maryland Historical Society held auditions to choose a new Poe toaster to carry on the tradition. So if you ever find yourself in Baltimore on January 19th, head down to Poe's grave for a chance to partake in his annual toast. That's all I have for you today, my dear listeners. I'm very excited to announce that my final day of chemotherapy is this Friday, October 23rd, if you're listening in real time. So I'm really looking forward to having more energy to get more episodes out to you and just getting back to regular life, or at least as regular as it can be during a pandemic. Please join me again next week as we take a literary road trip to all the places where Poe walked that you can still visit to this day.